Okay, so who else can't wait to see Snow White and the seven stunning and brave non-binary individuals of color, some of whom may or may not suffer from achondroplasia? Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And uh, this is your right angle about the latest uh, woke masterpiece, which has been released by Disney. Uh, it's not called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs because that would be offensive to people who were, you know, dwarves. Uh, and it's not called uh, Snow White for reasons that I'm not entirely sure. I did see the trailer for Snow White. Just It's just called Snow White. And they quoted the description in the trailer of Snow White. They said, lips as red as roses hair as black as ebon and two out of three ain't bad apparently because <laughs> skin as white as snow was not mentioned in the trailer now everybody knows really? that we that they've cast yes they've cast a a uh, a person of light color for snow white whose skin was white as snow but i think the big uh masterpiece of casting is that the seven dwarves are not really dwarves they're just kind of seven stunning and brave non-binary individuals and, and 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 so on so the question actually becomes why would you make a movie that is so problematic in the first place yeah. and before we get to that i should probably mention hi everybody i'm a little here with steve green and scott Ott. and let me just say this the internet is a giveth and the internet taketh away and sometimes the internet in this case taketh away but it also giveth so before i get into that uh, i would like to read to you some of the uh top comments on the trailer for snow white now for those of you who've been playing the home game you may remember that when um rings of power came out <laughs> that it was so far away from what tolkien wrote that the reviews for rings of power talked about their favorite moments in rings of power and as as a way of showing this isn't rings of power here are my favorite uh here are my favorite comments uh that i pulled from the trailer for uh snow white and these were the top comments by the way there was no mitigation in here uh jsa 460 said i love the part where snow white yells cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war and then single-handedly takes down the city's army and deposes the existing rulers so inspiring to see such strength of character refrigerator too far 1818 says i love the part where snow white asks do you know what they call a quarter pounder in cheese in paris danny uh, d19 danny d9169 says i love the part where snow white says it's over anakin i have the high ground <laughs> Kajart in 18, 1985 says, I love the part where Dopey said, come with me if you want to live. Uh, Steve Cubby, CT3SX said, I love the part where Prince Charming drinks a Bud Light and immediately transitions into Snow White, but it's not magic, it's real. Uh, LOL Metal Knight says, I love the part when she says, it's snow in time. It gave me chills, just a couple more just to give you the flavor. Uh, Red Bearded Life says, when Snow White shouted, this is Sparta, and kicked the evil queen into the fiery abyss. Uh, and then uh, a number of people came up with versions where, uh, I love the part where Snow White says, say hello to my little friends. And the number one comment on the Snow White trailer was uh, from Douglas Adeo, 3609, who wrote, I love the part where the trailer ends. Uh, <laughs> guys, in the business, uh, we call this being ratioed like to dislike ratio you may remember that when uh we were in the 2020 election i want to say and some of the ratios for the preferred candidate were so appalling that they got rid of the thumbs down thing yeah but uh steve starting with you it seems to be pretty much a universal thumbs down and and what i find to be especially encouraging about this is those are in fact the top comments what i find to be most encouraging about this is there's almost zero outrage now it's just plain mockery it's just plain mockery 
That is nice. You know, I, I I haven't seen the trailer yet. I didn't even know it was out, but I was aware of the 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 situation. I I wrote it up last week for PJ Media, and I called it something like uh, Snow White, One Dwarf, and Six Painfully Diverse Magical Persons. Uh, there you go. Apparently, there is one dwarf. Oh, what gets me? Uh, Peter Dinklage, who you probably know from uh, his amazing role on Game of Thrones, he's the guy that convinced Disney to rob six of his fellow dwarves out of high-profile, high-paying acting jobs because he got, when he heard there was going to be a live-action Snow White, he got all on a huff on Twitter about how this was demeaning to dwarves. So, guess what? Uh, they only hired one instead of seven to make this movie. So, well well, well done, Peter. Uh, next time, just keep it zipped. Uh, it's just pulling up the ladder behind him, I guess. Um, the... Uh, the stills that I saw, because the Daily Mail, before the trailer came out, got a hold of some paparazzi shots of the uh, the one dwarf and the six painfully diverse magical persons. Um, and I'm looking at these creatures, and they look like they're wearing cast-off garb from the Greater Des Moines Renaissance Fair. Um, yeah, yeah, it's Snow White and the seven uh, Comic-Con cosplayers. Yeah, just... Uh, just <laughs> painful to look at and I'm not talking about oh. the fact that the actors are diverse that's fine these are magical creatures it's a it's a movie whatever um, but yeah. the look of them was so cheap I mean when you think Disney you think high production values you think gloss and all the rest and and, and seriously this looks like a small town production it looks like it if if uh, if the Waiting for Guffman crew had decided to put on a, a production of Snow White this is what it would look like. Um, so what's going on at Disney here? Um, that, to me, is is the real question. I, I guess they hadn't run out of uh, uh, Walt's intellectual property to, to relieve themselves on. Oh, what's left? Snow White. Um, but I, I think this is maybe why this, this particular live-action reimagining, reboot, whatever you want to call it, looks, looks so awful. And that is... Um, the original characters, the original dwarves, uh, those seven characters. There was a uh, uh, there was a whimsy to all seven of them, even yes. even grumpy. Yeah. And they were individuals. Yes. Doc, sleepy, sneezy, and everybody loved everybody Dopey. Loves right? Dopey. I mean, everybody loves Dopey. Dopey. If Dopey isn't your favorite dwarf, you haven't actually seen Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, that's that's just that's science, people. Come here for the facts. Um, but there's a, a whimsical nature to all seven of them that I think can only be captured in a cartoon. You can't take real human beings yeah. because, you know what, I think maybe the Uncanny Valley works two ways. You can only make make it so real if, uh, if, it, if, it, if it's generated by a computer. But on the flip side, if you're going to have uh, these, these whimsical, magical creatures... They have to be animated. They cannot be played by human beings. And I think that, more than anything, might be the fatal conceit of this, this live-action Snow White. That said, from what I've read, there's no Prince Charming. Um, Snow White is concentrating on being a strong woman who wants to carve her own way in a man's world and all the rest. And mm -hmm. um, Okay, Maybe that's a, a, a story that, that should be told. If it's well told, I would like to see that. But based on what we've seen out of Disney these last few years, it's not going to be well done. Well, Scott, Disney's uh, 
recent string of trying to milk some more money out of animated classics has not gone particularly well. Little Mermaid did not do smashingly well, although the trailer says right at the front, from the people who brought you The Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's a confidence builder. Um, but all of them have, you know, the, even the, as Steve was pointing out, the CG recreation of The of the Lion King was appalling. You know, the, the, the live action versions of all of these things are terrible, but they keep doing them. But this one's actually kind of a special case, you know, um, because when you cut your trailer and you say the, the description of Snow White is lips as red as roses, hair as black as ebon, and you leave out the skin as white as snow, you are really making a point here. And when I realized how, how hard they're trying to lecture us on how horrible we are and, and racist and white supremacists and all the rest, I was, I was reminded of this, uh, this thought that, that, that this movie's not going to have any fun in it. It's certainly not going to have any whimsy in it. It's not going to have any romance in it. It's not going to have any fun in it. And then I realized, no, you know what? The Simpsons got there again, as usual. They got there 20 years before everybody else. When, um, when, <laughs> when the Simpsons went to uh, Duff Gardens, uh, the, the names of the seven dwarves were uh, surly, queasy, sleazy, tipsy, dizzy, edgy, and remorseful. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and that's kind of how this feels for me, you know? This is what we're going to get. Oh, well, surly's about to make a point about, you know, the patriarchy. And then, you know, and then uh, remorseful's going to close the show with a lecture about, um, you know, inclusion. You know, first of all, I'm stunned that it's still called Snow White um, and that uh, with that name, she's still positioned as a heroic character, uh, that she's the protagonist in this. I'm surprised they didn't have to to gloss over her her, the, her whiteness completely and just you, what are you going to call it? You well, can't call it even snow. Yeah, they hired a Latina actress to, to play her. OK, mm -hmm. that helps. Um, well, it's interesting. I think this number one, this continues the war on little people employment that began uh, with the Johnny Depp Wonka movie that cast a single person, a single actor, and the in the part of all of the Oompa Loompas. So one guy, they just duplicated him, and and he played all those parts. So so all of the little people in Hollywood who were looking for employment and thinking, oh great, they're remaking the Wonka movie. We've got a shot here. <laughs> nope. And I just saw a trailer for a new Wonka movie, and in that Wonka movie, a guy who's not a little person at all. They just shrunk him down. They just made him small on the screen. He's not, he's a, like a full, he's like a six foot tall man who's going to be playing a part of an Oompa Loompa. And so, you know, I, I can't imagine that if you're a professional actor who happens to be a little person that, that you know, that your political, um, you know, virtue signaling and, and correctness is going to exceed your desire to, for a paycheck and to actually uh, make a movie. Uh, by the way, uh, Peter Dinklage is not best known for whatever that show is you mentioned. He is best known for his role in Elf. And the greatest scene in any movie <laughs> was when he goes, call me Elf one more time. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That was classic. Anyway, so... Um, the interesting thing about the original Disney animated classic, uh, back when animation had to be drawn with pens and watercolored in, or however they did it back then, um, was that the the dwarves weren't interesting in the movie because they were dwarves. They were interesting because of their personalities. 
They each they had a character, yes, and they were they were persons who had feelings and behaviors that were unique to them. They were individuals, and Snow treated them as individuals and, and basically connected with each of them on a level that they would understand and built relationships with them, and they were you forgot kind of that they were dwarves. Uh, it exactly. Was, it was more about the fact that, you know, Dopey was not that smart and Doc, you know, whatever, Grumpy was grumpy. And and so it was a way of capturing human personality in whimsical characters. Um, and apparently they're just not capable uh, of doing that anymore. I, I didn't know that this movie was coming out either. Um, and I don't know how I missed the trailers. I've been in the theater so much in the last two weeks. Um, but it's not something that I would desire to see. Um, uh, although my standing rule is if my lovely bride wants to see a movie and she'll let me hold her hand during it, I will go to watch almost anything. And so I may wind up in the theater seeing this. Uh, but it's it's kind of sad that they would take such a a, a charter classic of the Disney uh, you know, oeuvre, as the French would say, of the whole body of work, and 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 it's like it's like remaking It's a Wonderful Life. Like nobody wants to see a remake of It's a Wonderful Life. Just let that's coming. Let I know. Let the classic stand. Let people have that great memory. They can rewatch it every seven years. Disney can release it again, and or whatever. Now I'm sure it's on all the time streaming, but it's sad. It's sad. I just want to take a second to step back from this movie and 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 all these other movies and in fact just to kind of go back way way up high and look down on on this woke idea from like geostationary orbit to get a like to, what is this really all about and in this regard I was helped enormously um, by this uh, clip that I'm about to show you from Piers Morgan where this uh, particular subject came up exactly the subject that Scott mentioned about and Steve about work but but just listen to this, because I think this really highlights the whole thing. I have spent the last year listening to people tell me only gay actors should play gay parts. Only Welsh actors of Michael Sheen should play Welsh characters. And so on, and so on, I and so on. But the moment we have dwarf roles, which are the most famous dwarf roles in Hollywood history, then the only people apparently who can't play them are dwarf it actors. Dwarf and I see there it's a cartoon stinking woke so me, hypocrisy. It has not changed. It was a cartoon. Those weren't actually dwarfs in the movie. They were drawn, okay? So firstly... They were drawn as absolute, dwarfs. No, that is... But it's a story like, called dwarfs. dwarfs. Well, they shouldn't, be called that. they shouldn't be called dwarfs. They shouldn't be called dwarfs. No, they should be called people with dwarfism. They shouldn't be called... What's wrong with being called dwarfs? They shouldn't be called dwarfs. That's not the correct That's the story. Dylan, apparently you should, you're not allowed like, to call yourself dwarfs. Apparently, Dylan, you're not allowed to call yourself dwarfs, apparently. I would love to hear, what should I call myself, sir? I think you should call yourself whatever you feel comfortable with, but as a person... He calls himself a dwarf. A dwarf. Well, that's, that's great. A dwarf. So there you have it, folks. This is wokeism in a nutshell. The actual person who is, in fact, a dwarf on that particular panel with Pierce Morgan not only did not have a problem with being called a dwarf, apparently seemed perfectly comfortable and proud of being called a dwarf. It was the white liberal who had absolutely nothing to do with the oppressed class who is going to what was not an oppressed class telling them that they're in a press class and then telling the person who had no problem with being called a dwarf that he should be offended by being called a dwarf. And here's my handy suggestion for why you're not actually a dwarf. You're actually a person with dwarfism. And this is how we got the title of the show. 
it's a it is nothing more than vanity and insecurity on the part of these white progressives and also on the part of, of Peter Dinklage. I'm much more with this gentleman on this panel with Piers Morgan, who who simply looks at the world and says, yes, of course, I'm a dwarf. Obviously, I'm a dwarf. Anybody who looks at me can see I'm a dwarf. What's wrong with that? And now we are at the heart of the matter, right? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with having skin as white as snow? It all seems kind of racist and superficial to me. Uh, but then again, I'm, I'm not a progressive, so I don't get any points for believing in it. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time right here on Right Angle.